This is Carlos Verona from Movistar Team, and you are listening to Turbo Talks Podcast. And welcome back to the Turbo Talks Podcast. My name is Rob Pauw. I am your host, and it is Wednesday, the 17th of August, meaning we are only two days away from the start of the final Grand Tour of the year, La Vuelta Ciclista España. Three weeks of cracking racing on all different sorts of terrain, from racing below sea level in the Netherlands to mountaintop finishes at 2,500 meters of altitude in Sierra Nevada. And while Jumbo Visma will be looking for a fourth consecutive Vuelta win with Primoz Roglic, today's guest will be giving his all to prevent that from happening and to bring the Vuelta victory back to Spain with his Movistar teammates. It's time to bring him on the show and hear his thoughts about the upcoming three weeks. A warm welcome to the climber of Movistar team who's having the best year of his career so far, Carlos Verona. Welcome Carlos, how are you? Hello Rob, thank you so much. Uh, happy to be here with you. And yes, waiting here in Netherlands for the start of La Vuelta in less than 48 hours. Yeah, are, are you getting excited? Do you have the? Did you already get a bit of the vibe in the city? Yes, we didn't get into the city so much because now most of the train we did outside. But yeah, now you can really start to feel the atmosphere of La Vuelta here in Netherlands. Uh, yeah, can't wait to start the TTT on Friday night. Yeah, and it must be uh, com- living in Andorra, coming from Spain, it must be really weird riding all these really flat roads. Yeah, but actually, I-, I was looking forward to it because I've been training at home since the tour and uh, always in the mountains. Uh, yeah, do some flat last two days has been nice for the legs. Spin the legs a little bit, uh, good cadence, and also get uh, more than 30 gauge per hour average speed. That at home is not not easy to do it, so has been a couple of good training days here. All right, awesome. Well, I mentioned in the intro you're uh, you're coming in maybe in the best season of your career so far. Does it does it feel for you that way as well? Yeah, probably yes. I mean, I'm professional for 12 years now. I think every year I've been improving step by step. And the last one, I think last two two years has been probably the best ones. And this one, especially with the victory at Dauphine, uh, yeah, we can say it has been the best one. I mean, I don't feel my level has changed so much, but I feel every year I'm making steps. And also this year I got a little bit more of freedom, you know, for different reasons. And I could take some opportunities like the stage winning Dauphine. And I think this makes like my my level or my, my work is uh, now people can watch it also from television. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, like you mentioned, that stage win in Dauphine, uh, close to a stage win in the Tour de France. You were close last year in La Vuelta. Is this year going to be the, win, the year then for the Vuelta stage win? It's possible. I mean, I feel recovered from the tour. I feel also with a lot of confidence in myself. Uh, the victory in Dauphine, so like, give me, I don't know, the, like, you know, like when you are here for 12 years and you cannot win or you didn't win any race, like, yeah, it's a little bit frustrating. I didn't get many opportunities, but when I got them, always I was like second, third, and now in Dauphine, so I was capable of winning also. So yeah, I come to La Vuelta like, with more confidence than ever. Also with a really good shape, and I hope I can I can bring a victory home because I think yeah will be will be good for our team. And uh, what what is going your role going to be in the next three weeks? Because obviously, you're coming in with a really strong Movistar team with Enric Mas going for GC, uh, the last Grand Tour of Alejandro. 
Valverde. So what is what is your role going to look like in the next three weeks? Uh, we didn't have the meeting yet, like with all the teams. So I don't know yet what's the idea of the team. But I guess like Enrique, uh, for sure, like he didn't have a good tour. But uh, I mean, he's there. The legs are there. The, he has proved in the past that he can be a GC contender. Actually, as yet, he was second in La Vuelta. So I think he will be our GC leader. And then I think uh, it's Alejandro on the other side, like last Grand Tour for him, last duet. So I think he will have the freedom to enjoy, try to bring some victories. And by my side, let's see, no? I think first few days, try to survive. And then once we are in the mountains, probably give support on Rick when it's necessary. But I think I will sort of get my opportunities. So I think I will have like a mixed role, no? Uh, depending on the days, hopefully helping Rick to win La Vuelta. Uh, maybe in some other days, if I'm in the break, and then we can go for the stage. I think we will go for it. Yeah, that, that sounds pretty good for for you guys to have a bit, little bit of that freedom as well. And obviously, one of the things that Movistar is always big on is the team classification. Um, it, it, can you say? Can you explain why is that so important for, for you guys as a team, and what the focus will be for this year for the Vuelta? Also, again on the team classification. Yeah, I think at the end, like uh, in my first year here and second year, when I was in the Tour de France, we won the team classification. And to be honest, it's, it wasn't something that we were looking for. No, At the end, uh, it came because we had always two, three really strong riders for the GC. And then when you have two, three riders doing the GC, uh, the, the, the team classification is, is coming in the way. No, And at the end, yeah, when you are there leading in the last week, of course, you fight for it. And then you try to keep it, but it's not like the main focus, no. But at the end, I think it's super nice if you have the opportunity to win the team classification. Because, for example, for a rider like me, I have had the opportunity to be two times in the podium in the Champs Elysees in Paris. I think not many riders had this opportunity. I was super nice to be there with all the team, no. So I think it's something like uh, when you are in position to do it, because not always are in position to do it. It's nice to to fight for it. Hopefully, in this Vuelta. In the last week, we are in this position and, and we can go for this classification also. Yeah, and obviously there is still a little bit of a battle maybe going on for UCI points as well in terms of all the World Tour spots for the teams next year. It, do you feel guys feel like there's a bit of extra pressure to performing in that regard? Or I think at the end it is like it is, no? I think uh, we do always our best. And yeah, and now also you, you feel a little bit of pressure, not like we need the points, but when you do everything you can, you cannot do more. No, So I think at the end, we have to try to uh, make this pressure or bring this pressure in a positive way. And this is what we have to do, no? Keep working, trying to get results. Today, we got a nice victory with Alamburu and the team in France. Hopefully, yeah, we can get the points enough to stay in World for next year. But yeah, I think we get in the way and... And everybody in the team is trying his best since a long time ago. Yeah, I was just about to say, you might have the, the positive fives from the victory from Aramburu from just about two hours ago or so uh, over there in France. Uh, I already mentioned like this last tour of uh, Alejandro Valverde as well. Obviously, is a big cycling legend. Um, what has he meant for Spanish cycling and maybe also for you, his career? I think Valverde has been... I have a model for all the cyclists of my generation now. When I started watching cycling 2004, five, he was already there and he's still here and it's incredible what he did now. I think this is his 33 Grand Tour 
And yeah, for me, it's amazing. No, like I've been, I, I complete 11. I think this is my 12th Grand Tour, and it's really like a lot. And I don't know how it's possible to do a re like three times more. <laughs> no, I think. <laughs> and he did it and always in a great level, no? And yeah, uh, I think it's for me, it's a privilege to be here with him for this last Grand Tour of his career. And uh, yeah, let's try to enjoy it um, um, and go for it. What is your best memory of, of riding with Alejandro? Is there like one specific story that you have that you can share about riding with him? Yeah, in general, he's like such a nice guy, you know, he's somebody really relaxed, simple, he never makes problems of anything, you know, and he has won so many races, but he is so, so normal, no? So it's, it's nice, like, like one rider more, no? but when you look to his families, for sure, it's not one, one rider more, but like, like when you talk with him, he's like normal people. And that's so nice, no? And riding with him, yeah, for example, I will always remember last year at Dauphiné when he was the stage, I was working for him and be part of one of his 100 and... 31 victories has been super nice. All right. 131. I'll, I'll trust you on that. I haven't checked it actually, but uh, let's say 131. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> uh, well, you're on your way now. You, you've got you've got one now, only 130 to go in the next couple of years. Exactly. <laughs> <Sorry>. uh, <laughs> looking at the course of the Vuelta, obviously we mentioned that, that flat start in the Netherlands. Um, then you go to the Basque country and it's already immediately yeah, getting really intense, I think. It can maybe a little bit of chaotic racing, a lot to play for. Um, how do you look at this year's route? What do you think of it? I think La Vuelta is always interesting to watch. You know? I think they have found the, his own personality, you know? his own identity. They have always like tricky finals, not super hard, probably not, but have like the Dolomites in the in the Giro or Alps or Pines in, in the Tour. But here there is always something at the end. No? I think it will be some intense racing. People is also motivated for the end of the season every year more and more. And I think we will have a nice nice race. No? I think the start here in Holland we will be a little bit nervous with the wind, Triple T. Ah, let's see. I think first thing is to survive here. And once we hit the um, Spain, let's see what's happened. No, first week is really hard with the north part of Spain, and then we go south. And yeah, and there is also like we have some hard stages, so I think will be uh, a nice vuelta. Yeah, uh, where do you think is like the the main stage? What's the most difficult uh, one of this year's vuelta? Or, or is that something you can never say up front? Well, I think like the stage in Sierra Nevada, uh, there we have like, I think more than 20 kilometers uphill. It can be very hot. And I think the stage there, we finished at 2,500 meters. And I think this will be, uh, or, or even more, probably 600, I don't know, but quite high. So I think this stage will be for sure one of the, if not the most decisive stage, one of the important ones. Oh, you briefly dropped out here, but you, I think you're still on the line. Yes. Still, yeah, you listen okay. me? Yeah, 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 I can hear you now. All right. So, yeah, that stage to Sierra Nevada, like you said, 2,512 meters, I think it says in the roadbook. Um, it is, how do you cope with that altitude? Obviously, living in Andorra, are, are you used to it now, or is that something that you can never, just never get used to it and it always remains hard? 
No, it's hard, but for sure you can get used to it, no? For sure, if you spend time in altitude, and actually one of the main reasons why why a lot of riders we do training in altitude is to this, no? To get used to to the altitude. And yeah, it will be hard for sure. Uh, but, uh, luckily, I live in Andorra, and luckily, I spend also many hours climbing about 2,000 meters. So I hope for me, this, this is not a handicap, if not something like... Uh, something in my favor so yeah uh, let's see how it goes for sure we are not like the colombians like they were born there but <laughs> spending time and training in, in altitude in andorra for sure helps yeah uh, and i saw you've been training with uh, Enrique as well a little bit um yes. how are his legs going into this vuelta after the tour which he had to obviously unfortunately abandon at the last moment i think the legs are good i think like he recovered well from the tour um, I think the legs are good, and I think the head also. No, I think he, you know, like at the end when things are well, everything goes in good direction. But when something starts to go bad, then everything goes bad. And I think in the tour, like this year was not his ready, and I think he will be ready for for La Vuelta. I hope also, and yeah, what I saw from him, I think he, and I think he will enjoy it more, and we will see his the best Enrique Mas. All right, we're looking forward to that. Uh, and then, well, we already talked a little bit about your season, but I think there's going to be a special end to your season as well, because after this Vuelta, uh, you're going to have two special races in, on your calendar. Can you tell us something about those? Yes, I was talking with the team. Like, if it's possible to ride some gravel, because I find this, this discipline is growing, cycling, and I would like to be part of it, you know. I, I like the way it's racing, how you can ride with also with uh, normal people, not just pro cyclists, and also a little bit the adventure, no, that it brings gravel. So, yeah, I asked the team to do a couple of races after La Vuelta, and if everything goes right, I will be at Rancho Gravel, that is just the weekend after. And then uh, the last weekend of September, I will be in Pirinexus, like it's the long uh, gravel event of the CO10 Girona. So these two races are in my calendar. And yeah, I would like to do even more, but yeah, that will be a little bit more difficult because I think we will be in the fight for the UCI points and probably I will have to be back <laughs> for the road in October. But at the moment, I, I got these two races and I'm very happy and excited about this. Yeah, so the 18th of September, uh, Rancho, how, how, do I pronounce that correctly? Yeah, I think so. But, so it's quite close from my home because the race is holding points. It's one, yeah, it's one hour thirty drive from home, and then the other one in Girona, Ciotel, is I think twenty fourth September. So, how are your bike skills on on the gravel? Uh, not not amazing, but I think I can hold the bike, so it won't be any problem. Also, I don't, I, I won't have so much stress. I will ride for fun and yeah, for sure, I will try to do my best, but I, I will be so stressed. And if I have to take the corners a little bit easier, I will <laughs> without any problem. So yeah, we'll see, you know, for sure. And actually, I almost don't have time to ride my gravel bike. I don't have actually my gravel bike yet. I will have it just after La Vuelta. So I will have a couple of days to get used to it. I I have to the team to try to copy the same measurements that I got in my road bikes. So I hope the bike is as similar as possible to my uh, road or my ultimate uh, and yeah let's see let's have some some fun and and live some different stories yeah and to keep it a little bit familiar as well you might want to put that garmin uh, back on the gravel on the gravel bike as well uh i was going to say like 
would you use probably like different settings on your Garmin, watch different things on your Garmin than you would do during a normal race? Maybe more navigation? I don't know. Or... Yeah, actually, I really use the navigation a lot, like in my Garmin screen. I use it now the new Solar, the new Garmin H uh, 1040 Solar. Uh, yeah, I really like it. I started using it, and I think also for Gravel is perfect because the battery is so long. Like, uh, you can use it for ages in the Grand Tours, for example. I use it during the tour, and I just have to charge it during the in the rest days. So I had like full battery for a week, and even if I if if I would like to do, I would do more. But I just was charging. You know, like, I I get used to it like every rest day to make sure like I, I could make it the, the week after, but yeah, and it is, it's so good. So I think this for gravity is, is good. And yeah, and I don't know which setting I will put in my screen. Like uh, uh, in road race, I always see my map, like the map with the track of the race. And then uh, below I see the power, three seconds average power and the kilometers to go is the three things I, I see. So yeah, probably in the bike, maybe I, I I don't mind so much about the power and probably would change the time of the day or something like that. <laughs> Not really sure. <laughs> or probably maybe which direction I'm going. I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> maybe we can do a, a nice little challenge to see how long you can go without charging your Garmin this Vuelta with all the sunshine that you're going to have in Spain. Maybe you can get through the whole Grand Tour without having to charge it with the solar version. Yeah, maybe if we skip these first three, three days in in Netherlands, if I start if I, if I start counting since we get to Spain, maybe I think I can do three full weeks with the solar battery. Uh, all right, well you got to keep us updated on that. Um, all right, we're slowly gonna gonna wrap it up because uh, you are probably uh, yeah ready to go to dinner. Uh, getting ready for the for the team presentation tomorrow, which I think is going to be a, a great atmosphere. Uh, already saw some uh, a lot of things in the city going on, so that will be, I think, a great grand tour. Uh, to wrap it up, what is your prediction for the Vuelta podium? Oh, and we lost you. Uh, this question is always yeah. Oh, no. Are you still there? Can you listen to me? Yeah, I can yeah. hear you now. Like yeah, it's always very to make predictions now but i would like to see and big mass win la vuelta i think it will be a very nice way to, to end up with uh like with the bat uh, in the top of the podium and then i think it will be nice to see people like i don't know uh, maybe carlos rodriguez the spanish guy from ineos his first tour will be nice to see him also in the podium and then, like in third position, I I don't mind. Like probably also like some different guys, you know, like Renko and Pool or something. Like that. I think it would be would be good for for cycling. So yeah, that would be a nice nice podium. Right. Well, let's hope for that uh, for that victory of uh, of Enric Mas. Then um, I wish you all the best for the for the next three weeks. And thanks so much uh, for jumping on the podcast. Thanks to you, Rob. Sorry for the connection and for my. English, I hope you had like good good podcast and you enjoyed. And now time to focus in La Vuelta. Enjoy it from home because for sure here the riders we will give our best to to try to make racing interesting. 
All right. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carlos. And thank you all for listening to this Turbo Talks episode. And if you enjoyed this chat with Carlos and would love to hear more from your favorite cyclist, just subscribe to the podcast or your favorite podcast channel. And don't forget then to leave us a five-star rating and a raving review. And of course, spread the word by telling a friend. So until the next one, enjoy La Vuelta. And as always, never stop cycling. This was Rob Bau with Carlos Verona from Movistar Team. Stay tuned for the next Turbo Talks.